It's a very rowdy start. A lot of things. You just made it. Uh, you know, we, we, had to, we had the old cross, and that is great. This is an improv stage. It's used to that. You guys, hello. It is a Tuesday night. You are at Put Your Hands Together. Let's hear it for all the comics backstage. They're on the show. They can hear you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, oh, that's Ryan McMenamin in the booth. He's one of the producers on the show. That was his beautiful voice before. And it's, it's Thanksgiving week, so I just want to give thanks for Ryan. He makes this show into a beautiful podcast, which you can listen to at home. I also want to give thanks to our third producer on the team, Rhea Butcher, who's over there. And you'll hear from Rhea later on the show. She also, like, keeps time and runs the show from over there, but you'll hear from her later. So that's, and it's, oh, come on in. Come on yeah, no, it's just, and I like the light running. I love, I love a brief jog in a, in a theater. And in heels, you know? Women are good at walking in heels. Some of them, not me. Well, just... White people. Get your fucking shit together. White people, don't make me come to your house and take away your internet. White people, you are driving me fucking crazy this week. Is anybody uh, at their limit with white people this week? Clap if you're at your limit with white people this week. Notice there's one black dude in the audience and he's like, I don't know what to do! That's what I'm saying! That's exactly my point! He's terrified. <laughs> White people, oh, for fuck's sake. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm genuinely upset about the decision in Ferguson uh, because it, there isn't one thing that you could point to. There isn't one thing where you could say like, hey, this is the reason that this was dealt with differently because this is a young black man. Like, there isn't one thing. And that's because there are many things. There are many things in, way this was, in w- many ways in which this was treated differently because it was a young black man. I went to a college where, before, when I was a senior in high school, before I went there, the hockey team lost a national championship. And you guys, I bet most of you didn't even know there are college hockey teams. That's how little is at stake in a hockey national championship in the United States. There's like eight teams. You just have to beat out seven other teams and you're the fucking champ. <laughs> and the year before I went there, they lost the hockey national championship and my college rioted. They burned couches. A guy fell off a roof naked. So the university built an enormous iron fence around the senior housing. 
And they called riot police to come and stand on the inside of the fence where these riots had broken out the year before, the night that we won the hockey national championship. And do you know what all the fucking white kids at my very white school did? We knocked down the fence, charged at the riot police, and still burned things. We lost the hockey national championship and we burned things. We won the hockey national championship and we still burned things. And nobody was kicked out of school. I don't mean nobody was killed. I mean nobody even had to write a letter to their parents. This is not, things are not the same for everybody in this country. Things are not the same for everybody in the world. It's ridiculous to act like things are the same for everybody when there are ways that, that we are categorized and then our, 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 ca- our categories give us worse treatment. Like, guys, just so you know, it's generally only white people that deny the existence of racism. And I always wonder why that is. <laughs> can anyone think of a... <laughs> can anyone think of a, re- a reason? It's almost like it's almost like a person of color says, I experience racism, and the person that's white is like, I don't experience racism. And it's almost like they have two different experiences based on the color of their skin, which is actually the definition of racism. So if you're a white person, you're like, I don't see racism. That that that's that's a non proof. It's generally only men that say that misogyny does not exist. It's generally only straight people that are like, gays are fine! (laughs) This is ridiculous. I know that, I mean, I think most people here, um, I hope you're, are you, are you guys, is anybody just like relaxed about this? Are you guys outraged? Have you been like, did you, are you guys outraged? Are we upset? And I'll tell you why I'm outraged, because I am, I know that this is true. I know this is true. I know that people are treated differently because uh, I am a woman and I am a gay person, so I know that, oh, I've been, I've been treated differently. So when other people say, I've been treated differently, I say, well, I understand that because I've also been treated differently. I, it's, I can get it. Um, but I don't know that I realized exactly what it was like. Uh, I still don't think I do. I'm not saying I do. But when footage was first released of like the police putting on riot gear to go by the protesters, I was like, oh, thank God, those protesters are going to be safe. Because <laughs> I'm a white person, so I think the police, they stand in front of you. Um, but not in this case. The police stand across from you, um, and the people declare a state of emergency just in case. And they declare verdicts at night, which is the worst time to deal with rioting. If you don't want to set people up for failure, don't allow things to be announced at 8 p.m. So it's obviously... Not, just, it's, just, it's not the way this would be handled. Like any of this. Oh, he stole something. Ooh, he stole something. You guys are fucking kidding me. If you're going to come in here and tell me that a teenager stole something? 
What a bad boy. <laughs> Clap if you stole something when you were a teenager. <laughs> you, sir, are an angel. <laughs> I stole things when I was a teenager. Just to be like, what's going to happen? <laughs> you know what happened? Nothing. Because this is what I look like. So um, I'm just upset about it this week, and I think we should be upset about it. This is real stuff. This is important stuff to think about and talk about. We're not solving this. Nobody's solving this with a tweet. Ain't nobody solving this with a little opening monologue at a pretty small <laughs> show in a teeny black box theater. Black box theater. No, uh, nobody's solving this. I'm not leading the charge. I'm not fixing this. We're not fixing this. But I do think that... When something like this happens and you see similar images to 40 years... When was the Civil Rights Movement? The 60s? How long ago was that? What year is it now? I don't know. A while ago. I mean, the, there's a movie that's going to be released about the Selma protests. And I saw a trailer for it. Um, what movie were we seeing, Rhea? Yeah, we were seeing Interstellar, and there's a, there was the Selma trailer, and I and that 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 movie's gonna come out, whenever that is, I think like February or January, and that movie looks like exactly what we just saw, so we just need to remind ourselves that like shit is not different. Uh, we do have a black president. He mostly can't talk about it, and he's an immigrant that people hate. I don't I don't think he's an immigrant. Did you guys think I thought? <laughs> I know it's heavy stuff to laugh about. What else are we supposed to do? I mean, we're supposed to talk about it, I think, a little bit. I think we're supposed to talk about it as much as possible. I know tweeting is stupid. I know it doesn't really solve anything. But I also put out, like, some words of solidarity because, I mean, what is the alternative to be silent? I think the alternative is to be silent. I think that's worse. So I'm just going to kind of meander through the next couple of days. I'm going to try to say some stuff that I think is possibly indicating that I'm an ally and I think I'm also going to try to listen a bunch and read a lot. I'm going to try to look at some pictures uh, and see what's happening. I'm going to try to keep myself a little bit informed and um, and then I'm going to I'm going to try to do better. So I think that's the other thing that we could take away from this is like there's a there our own personal involvement in this, you know? I mean, of course. Of course, we're all we all have things that we think about people. I hate straight people. <laughs> Obnoxious, in your face, making out on planes. I've grounded several planes. Because I had to get those fucking straights off there. I find men useless. No, what if that's just. Thank you. useless but it's also like what are they for <laughs> babies but pretty soon we'll have that too <laughs> oh they've already made a baby mouse from two lady mices <laughs> it is nice at times like this just to be together I think that's true so I'm really happy that you guys are here tonight um, and I'm happy that we get to share this this week, you know, before I don't know if people are going are people going to visit their families this week? Clap if you're going to visit your families. Is anybody going to Wow, almost nobody. Fuck yeah, this audience. 
Now I see you don't give a shit about anything. You're like, race relations, misogyny, homophobia, our families. Shut up, lesbian. You guys are crazy. What do you care about? Pilots. It's always pilots with you. One person said hockey. Is that where I lost you at the beginning where I was like, nobody cares about hockey. And you're like, I agree with all of your points about racism, but I love hockey. And so I won't laugh. <laughs> you're from Canada? Where are you? Oh, it's you. Uh, how's, and yes, you know what I love about Canada? Well, tell me, what is the $1 coin called? What is the $2 coin called? It is! It's called a toonie! I was... I've been there... I spent, like, I spent like two solid weeks in Canada this year, and I didn't find out it was the toonie until 12 days in, and I felt betrayed by everybody that I had seen up until this point. That should be what you, sh- what you say when people enter the country. Our money rhymes? And it's not spelled this way, but also t- toonie? Toonie. All right. Oh, really? Because I was corrected that it's like T-O-O-N-I-E. So I'm like probably a better Canadian than you. <laughs> I don't know. Because when I first was tweeting about this, I was spelling it T-W-O-N-I-E. What, what kind of magical country do you live in where you don't know how to spell the money? Like you just have nothing to worry about. Like health care for everybody. I don't know how to spell this. Eh, leave it. They can get married. That's Canada. Where are you from in Canada? Winnipeg, Madison. Winnipeg. Okay, so I haven't been there. But I did, I, I loved, I like Toronto a lot. That's a super cool. You hate Toronto? Why do you hate Toronto? Oh, I think that's why I kind of like it. It feels like New York, but Canadian-ish. Canadian-er. Um, you do have, there's a ridiculous hospital there. This is the last thing I'll say before I bring up our first comic that's not me. I'm also a com- our second comic. Um, there's, a, there's a hospital in Toronto uh, that is called Sick Kids. It's the name of the hospital. And it is written in neon lights on the top of the very tall skyscraper-ish building that makes up most of the hospital. Sick kids. They just cut to the fucking chase. Like, they are betting that the kids that go in there are so young they can't read. Because otherwise, why would your mom... And, well, we're going to take John over to sick kids. He's not doing so well. The idea... The, the name City of Hope was taken? So we just went with, this is what's going on for you. You do not feel well. You're going to make it or not. Maybe adulthood, I think, is the only way that could be worse. As if it was called adulthood? Who knows? Question mark. (laughs) It's also a terrible name for a children's aspirin. And your money has a window. That's the final thing I'll say. Your money has a window. Yeah, it's a window. <laughs> they have money with a window. You guys know this about Canada? The money has a little, it has a little, um, I think the word is window. He said translucent thing. 
But it's a little window. It has a little window in it. It's covered with a film, but you can look through it. If you say you put a toonie on the other side, look right through there, you can see the toonie. And also, uh, there's a rumor that your money smells like maple syrup. That's true. I know a lot about Canada. There's a rumor that Canadian money smells like maple syrup. And it was like such a big deal when the new bills were released that the government... The government of Canada, the country, had to have a press conference to address whether or not the money smells like maple syrup. And they said it doesn't, but people say it still does, and that's how Canada's doing in terms of figuring shit out in its borders. Because we are, like, killing kids, and Canada's like, I'm pretty sure you need to get the fuck up here and address this syrup problem. Oh, I'm not going to wait. I've got nothing else wrong in my life. Tell me whether or not this money goes with waffles. All right, guys. You can clap for me. That was great. Great ending. Really brought it around. You guys were uncomfy at the start. Then we offloaded a little on Canada, but at the end I snuck back in my opinion. But because of the Canada offset, you guys felt chill, and that's how comedy works. Hey. <laughs> this next comic, it is his first time on the show, but he's a super funny dude. Whenever it's somebody's first time on the show, we go super nuts. We welcome them extra hard. Let's hear it right now for Greg Santos. Guys, give it up for Greg. <laughs> Stop it, stop it. Yeah, fuck Canada. Did I do that right? Did I do that right? Thank you, thank you. I think God is the best writer. Thank you. This happened in my living room the other day. I was uh, high off of marijuana. Yep. All my roommates were high. One of my roommates, he was the highest. And he's watching TV and he got quiet and he just goes like this. I'm gay. I was like, what was that? He just looked at us and he goes, yeah. And that's beautiful, right? I support my friend. I love him. But in that moment, I realized that we had created the world's scariest anti-marijuana ad ever. <laughs> Whoa. If the right-wingers get their hands on that, huh? Weed makes you lazy and apathetic and gay. All the homophobic teens are like, I'm going straight to cocaine. Thank you. Okay. I live in a bad neighborhood. Uh, I know that because the gangs leave clues on the walls. Yeah. Thank you, MS-13. Very nice of you to decorate. One of the decorators in my neighborhood, his name is Little Snoopy. He just tags little Snoopy everywhere, and I'm like, how'd you pick such a cute name in a vicious gang, you know? And I think it goes down like this. Like, he gets in front of his crew on names night, and he's like, okay, guys, gather around. Uh, first off, thanks for jumping me in. That was a good one, Hector. That hurt real bad. <laughs> okay, from now on, call me little Snoopy. They're like, why, dog? It's because I like the pros and the character development of Charles Schultz. <laughs> and I got a pet bird, dog. Next guy comes up all motivated. He's like, that's what's up, dude. I like scary stories, but they better be family friendly. I'm Goosebumps. <laughs> I love Arl Stein, dog. Third guy's a little confused. He's like, I like guns, man. I like guns. One gun, two gun, red gun, blue gun. I'm Dr. Swiss. <laughs> he can't say it because he's Mexican, am I right? <laughs> Stupid Mexican. Woo! Sorry, you didn't get one? 
Don't be alarmed, guys. I can make fun of Mexicans. I happen to be myself 100% racist. <laughs> Got a clap from that guy, a fellow racist in the crowd. Get him! Everybody get him! I'm actually uh, 100% Cuban. Yep, silence every time, guys. Thanks a lot. Everybody was collectively raped by a Cuban back in their day. I don't know why that is. I love being Cuban. My dad is from Havana, Cuba. He fled Cuba at the age of 18, got to the States, joined the army, went back to Cuba in the Bay of Pigs, tried to overthrow the government. All at the age of 18, right? Crazy shoes to fill, which is crazy, because when I was 18, uh, I was hung over at a stoplight, and I vomited into my lap. Yeah. Thanks for all the freedom, Dad. I took too much. Should have raised me in a third world country. I call my dad scary cute. He's a five foot two Latino man. He's so cute. He also carries a concealed weapon, so that's terrifying. And I identify his scary cuteness with this story. One day, out of nowhere, he's like, Gregory, did I ever tell you the time a man stole money from me? He's like, mm, I don't think so, Pop. He's like, well, I found him. I took him to the desert. I beat him with pipes. I said, what? And then he goes, but I did not kill him, though. And then he salsa out of the room. I just beat the shit out of him. Can I go to you? <laughs> I'm like, stop it. One and a two. Why are we dancing? Why are we dancing? <laughs> looking forward to being a dad? Woo! Yeah. 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 Not expecting. Just looking forward to it. A guy can dream. You know what I mean? I want to be a dad because I want to see like human intelligence level up before your eyes. Like you get to see your kids become smarter over time. If not, you got a dum-dum and it never happens. <laughs> it's like, okay, Velcro shoes for life for Tim, I guess. But I saw the level up happen perfectly. I saw this mom trying to get her son into a stroller. She was like trying to shove him in there. And he was like, nope. He's like, it's not stroller time. I don't think so. <laughs> and then she goes to shove him very hard. And he just goes, nope, stiff as a board. <laughs> and I saw it for him. I saw him look at her and be like, hey, you know that game you gave me? Your shape's going to shapes? This shape don't fucking fit. He's <laughs> like, that's a monster, right? That's where you come with the crossroads. Like, do I give him more of those toys or just a football? I love Facebook. I also hate Facebook. I mean, especially now. Jesus. I love Facebook, and I hate it because I check Facebook the same way I check a refrigerator when I'm home bored. You know what I mean? Just 45 times. You know exactly what you're going to get every time. Like, there's that old baloney I should have unfriended a couple weeks ago. I mean, why does that mustard hate Obama so much? That is so weird. <laughs> why can't I get into that container my ex-girlfriend left by? The privacy settings are different. But Facebook's supposed to connect us all and make like, life easier, right? It's supposed to connect us all and make you know, solutions. Yet every time I have a status update that looks for help or advice, there's always that person that just likes it. And then that's it. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get it. Do you have the information? Am I supposed to meet you somewhere? That's like back in the day, if your neighbor needed sugar, you like, walked over, you're like, like, hey, I heard you're looking for sugar. Cool, man. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I got the sugar. <laughs> oh, boy. Life imitates art sometimes. Ladies, I'm not sure you guys are aware, but you guys are so powerful. You're such powerful beings. You can start and end fights without even being present. Yeah, she knows. She's like, duh. <laughs> I saw this perfectly. I was at a bar. My best friend, his girlfriend, she got angry at him because he was alive, and she stormed off. And when he went to chase after, he bumped into a bro, and the bro's drink got on the ground, and the bro got in his face. And he was like, hey, man, you got a problem? You want to fight? And my brother got in his face, and he was like, hey, man, I'm chasing after my girlfriend. I love her. And then this guy like this goes, go get her. <laughs> He's like, what? Did a real-life romantic comedy just unfold before my eyes? <laughs> it starts raining, and Mumford and Sons immediately starts playing. <laughs> 
We went to the parking structure to search after. Logical choice, right? My drunk friend really thinks he's in a rom-com. He gets in the elevator, hits all of the buttons. People are fucking scared. First floor opens up. He does this. Nikki! Nikki! Boom. Floor two. Boom. Nikki, it's Reed. Where are you? Guys, we did this for eight floors. If you're in that structure, you'd be like, where the fuck is Nikki? She's dead. Don't go with that guy. He sounds insane. We never found Nikki. What we found was a bar, because that's how men usually console each other, where we got very drunk. And then my best friend goes, hey, man, proving it tonight that I love her, tattooing her name on my heart. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. I just looked at him and I go, that's the best idea you've had today. <laughs> and then another best friend of mine, way more mature than I am, he was like, hey, stop it. We'll pay for it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's my time. I'm Greg Santos. Show. Let's hear it for Ashley Barnhill, guys. Give it up for Ashley. Well, how's it going, you guys? Okay. <laughs> kind of not that great, I guess. Uh, I'm okay, I guess. I should be doing good, I guess. Uh, I just recently graduated law school. Thank you. And now I work at a juice bar. <laughs> Which I also realized is just like an adult lemonade stand. I don't know, but uh, I think I hate working, you know. I was uh, driving to work the other day and had the thought I would rather crash my car than go in today. <laughs> so maybe. Uh, but I guess like I have to work because I have like student loans and people are holding my credit hostage. Which like, it's not that I even like that I don't want to pay them back. It's just like I make $9 an hour, and I don't know if you know what it's like living boyfriend's paycheck to boyfriend's <laughs> paycheck. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Y'all uh, going home for the holidays? Yeah. yeah, it's exciting. No, I'm, I'm going home tomorrow. I'm excited. Family's fun, I guess. Uh, Last time I was home for the holidays, uh, we were watching TV, and my mom asked if the movie Jack Frost was based on a true story. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if you've seen that film. It's a movie where a father dies and returns as a snowman. <laughs> uh it's a good one, yeah. There's a there's a scene where Michael Keaton, Frosty's son, tells his fatherless bully, "Snow father is better than no father." <laughs> so, it's a good one. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I think my mother's going through like an inquisitive phase. Um, she also recently asked me what a twat was. <laughs> So I told her it's that flabby underarm skin. <laughs> Just waiting for that to backfire. <laughs> like her going to the gym. Can we work the twats today? <laughs> really like to tighten my twats. <laughs> Someday, hopefully. <laughs> uh, yeah, I moved to LA this year. Um, let's see. I live in a studio apartment. It's 215 square feet. 
Uh, I don't have a garbage disposal, so I've just been flushing leftover food down the toilet. <laughs> I like to pretend the toilet's hungry. <laughs> so, a little game I play in my toilet. Uh, but I've gotten used to it recently, which I realized when uh, I offered to let a friend stay there and he declined because, like, he's the type of friend you always kind of worry about. Like, uh, he's been known to, like, live out of his car and, like, own an o- own his own bowling ball. Like, <laughs> like, you ever feel suicidal, but for someone else? <laughs> yeah, I offered to let him stay there, and he was just like, no, this is too depressing. <laughs> and that just ends with me watching Orange is the New Black, being like, eh, I think I'd do okay in solitary confinement, yeah. I uh, just got out of a relationship three years ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, dating isn't going that well. My uh, my friends are like, your standards are too high. So I'm uh, officially looking for new friends. I don't know, but I feel like you know, no one wants to settle, and you shouldn't, right? Like you should keep your standards high and unrealistic. And just hope eventually someone settles for you. <laughs> Probably gonna be single for a while. <laughs> so I, uh, so my best guy friend and I, we decided to make one of those marriage packs. You know, like if we're both still single, when we both turn forty, we'll commit to murder suicide. <laughs> Stuff to look forward to, you guys. Oh, dating's not going home. Uh, but I feel like my friends can't really relate anymore, you know, because they've been getting engaged and, like, married and having kids. And they're like, ah, oh, we, don't, we don't know anything about dating. I'm like, ah, oh, I don't really know much about kids, you know, other than, like, don't shake babies unless you want sexy toned arms. <laughs> that joke's so dumb. <laughs> No, but, uh, yeah, and it doesn't even upset me that they're, like, adult enough to, like, be having children, but, like, that they're adult enough to have, like, a fucking candle drawer. <laughs> I don't know, my, uh, my best friend, Juliana, uh, she's a very pretty girl. You know, I feel like those Anna names, like, they always kind of are, like, Leilana, Tatiana, Ariana, like, they're always, like, the type of girl who, like, break up a band or... Like exotic looking, but from like El Paso. But the other day she was just like, I think I met my soulmate. And I was like, Did you? <laughs> Did you? Like, I feel like you just met someone geographically accessible with similar features and a trust fund who also puts chips on his sandwiches. <laughs> but maybe, yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm trying to be less negative. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's hard nowadays, kind of, like, I'm getting real annoyed with inspirational quotes and posts, you know, and they're just so in our face. Uh, but, like, specifically the Marilyn Monroe ones, you know, like the quote posted next to a picture of her face. <laughs> like, if you can't handle my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. It's like, um, I think you mean sorry I'm a skeleton wrapped in crazy. <laughs> Like, more so, I guess people have forgotten that she was, like, a drug-addicted alcoholic and three times divorced and either committed suicide or was murdered by an ex-lover. 
like which in that case I feel like those quotes next to her face are just like a Game of Thrones head on a spike. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's new. All right. <laughs> no, but uh, I am I am trying to be less negative. You know, or I guess the positive way of saying that's more positive. <laughs> you know, granted, I'd rather be negative than false positive. <laughs> I'm trying to be optimistic, yeah. Like, uh, like now I say I'm single and ready to mingle. Because <laughs> it sounds way less desperate than I'm alone and ready to bone. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Good night. Guys, keep it going for Ashley. She had car... She had carpet shoes on. I just realized that as she was leaving. That's very exciting. What a day. What a day we had. You've got great shoes on there. I noticed those earlier. How are you feeling about those? Great choice. Love it. Love it or list it, I always say. It's just an HDTV reference. I love that channel! Right? Right? Which brother? Right? Of the two? The, you like all the no, the one brother needs to cut his hair and stop dyeing it. Am I right? You guys not know that I'm talking about the property brothers? What's happening? One of them sells you the house. The other one renovates it. Perfect symbiosis. Like a shark and an eel sort of situation. How are you doing? Little sneaky guy. Oh, I stressed you out so much. Look how much you're almost falling off the stage trying to get away from me. It's okay. I'm totally nice. But I'm sorry if it got too hard for a second. <laughs> How was your day? Fairly decent. What did you do today? Just relax. <laughs> do you have a do you have a job? Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? A You're a writer's assistant. Were you on the clock today when you were just relaxing? I won't. T- I won't tell. <laughs> no. You have the week off. You have the day off. What a lie. <laughs> Tuesdays off and the rest of the time just assisting. <laughs> How are you doing? You're very smiley. Yeah, you. Yeah, what'd you do today? You went to work. What do you do? Is it better than his job? Tell me empirically. No. That's not that's not a thing. No one says these no one Okay, uh anyway, what is your job? Oh, he wins. What is it? (laughs) Oh, your title is financial assistant. I thought you said titleist financial assistant, which would mean you financially assist a golf ball. And that's worse than assisting a writer. Golf balls don't have money, you crazy person. Yeah, I know names of golf balls. Um, You're a financial assistant. You work for the you work for the county of Ventura, and what do you do? For, what is what do you actually do? What does that mean? What is that job? Wow! I f- in a specific field. Auditing. Okay, that makes more sense because otherwise that would just feel like they were pulling that from nowhere. <laughs> and basically, they're bitch. Um, which is a word that I, it's hard for me to say. Uh, but um, I like the, <laughs> I just like the idea of you being hired as like just a random gopher. And they're like, your job is financial assistant. 
but mostly you get coffee. <laughs> okay, jobs are fun to talk about. Don't we love talking about jobs? You're a laughing head right there. Yes, you. Tank top. Tank top in November. What do you do for a living? You're an actress? I should, I guess. Look at them shoulders showing them off in a cold month in Los Angeles. <laughs> what do you, uh, do you got anything going on right now? Um, just, I, I mostly do theater, but... You mostly do theater? That's nice. How's that in this city? It's, you know, it's been great. I've been getting everything through networking. So. You've been getting everything through networking? That's amazing. No, yeah, it, it is. I, I agree. That is how you should, you don't even... Audition. They just like get the shoulders. We need her. They say that. <laughs> and you go in. That's good. I'm glad it's going so well for you. Yeah. Keep it. Keep it up. Have you ever been out to the other one, the other city where it's like mostly theater heads? Or New York? I'm talking about New York. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Is that not how people describe New York? That other one where it's mostly theater heads. That's how I buy my plane tickets. And I call Delta, where I am a silver mileage plus member. Like, get me tickets to the other one where there are theater heads. <laughs> and they say, first class, because that's a crazy way to talk. Um, have you been to New York and spent time there and done theater stuff? You know, I haven't. You haven't. haven't. Nothing's really pulling me towards New York, but maybe if I get that. Wow, this girl hates it. <laughs> from nowhere. She's just from, from behind me. <laughs> what do you do for a living? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, you were just, no, just now. Okay, because for a minute I thought maybe it was before the show, but then just now you're telling her it's a great place. I'm, per, I'm sure she pretty much knows. People know that about New York. <laughs> um, you're a New Yorker. Do you live here now, or are you just visiting? Yeah. Yeah. How, that's, that's a weird transition, I find, because I, I have spent a lot of time in both places, um, and this is a city where everybody goes in their house, and then they stay there. And they don't even know how to walk on the street. Because everyone just gets right in their car from their building then just drives to another thing and parks there and then just drives back to their building. So if you're walking on the street in L.A., there's always, like, one person who's just standing like this on the phone. Like, what? What are you trying to do on the sidewalk? I'm smoking outside of this restaurant, so if you could just stay there. Nobody even knows how to fucking... Then in New York, if you behaved like that, somebody would punch you in the dick. They would make you a dick and punch you in it. <laughs> New York's a tough city. I think I've gotten soft in my old age. I love New York. I, I used to love it anyway, but I've been traveling there to do shows lately, and I'm just like, this is very hard! <laughs> I think you might. Like, L.A. is very... You don't realize how much you're just like, ooh, a light hike. <laughs> I will. <laughs> and then you go back to New York, and everybody's like, shut up! Get on the train! <laughs> It's very aggressive. It's hard to find anything. Every, all the building, all the blocks are the same. It's just like dry cleaner, pizza place, Indian restaurant. It's like a, it's, it's like the background for like a Western where like you're standing still and then the city's just revolving. New York doesn't give a fuck about anything. That's, I think that's why people love it, because you can just blend in, and you, it's just like a real, you get tough, you get awesome, but like, I always say that the number one way you can tell that New York doesn't give a fuck about anything is that people just put their trash 
in f- on the street in front of their house or the restaurant. There, there are no alleys, and they don't put it in, like, a trash can. They just go, like, ah, put the trash, ah, put the trash here. And then people also buy fruit outside at fruit stands. They buy trash next to the fruit. They buy fruit next to the trash. Nobody gives a fuck. And they're just like, ah, put it in my mouth. About food, you know? Well, anyway. Good luck going back. Yeah, whenever you do. All right, should we keep the show right on rolling? Uh, This, well, this next person, you know, we usually book only comics on the show, but when I found out that we could get this next performer, who is known as a shaman throughout the world, a thought alchemist throughout your minds, he's a bit of a coach for your lives and hearts. You guys are going to love him. Mr. Jay Weingarten, guys. Huge get for us. Just a huge get. Give it up for Jay. That was great, wasn't it? Let's hear one more time for Jay. I feel changed. Wow. Does anyone have a favorite part or like a most soulful part of that? presentation any developers developers, that was the part that really worked for you that's great you gentlemen seem like you're hiding lower in your seats as the night goes on like you're scared of the show how are you doing are you okay yeah cool um did you did you plan your hats (laughs) secret hat plan leave the house with a hat plan or no? no no just cool guys and cool hats it's here for those guys' hats. Oh, well, we have two comics left on the show, and both of them are amazing. Now, this next comic, she is somebody I've known for many years. We started together in Chicago. She's killing it right now, exploding, oh, but in a good way. Her body is staying together, but her star is rising. And uh, let's hear for Miss Beth Stelling, guys. Give it up for Beth. <laughs> doing good as, a, as yeah. an entity how's your how's how's uh your career stuff going good um i just basically did eight weeks straight on the road with anthony or with doing anthony other stuff and too? headlining on my own so yeah a mix and i'm just happy to be back for a little while yeah but it was good how long are you in town three weeks and that well about i guess i'm leaving december 15th for christmas oh yeah and to do some shows with ryan singer we always do one in our hometown in Dayton. Oh, awesome. But we are doing one in um, Fort Wayne this time. So we'll do Fort Wayne, oh. Indiana, and then um, and then Dayton, Ohio. That's hometown awesome. Wiley's. But I was just in Austin at Cap City. Oh, yeah. And wait, no, hold on. I know what I'm going to tell you. I went to this metal band on Tuesday at the Whiskey a Go-Go or whatever called Necro Goblicon. And I just actually thought of you because it was like the last time I saw like a metal or like whatever yelly band was South by two years ago when we saw Bring Me to the Horizon and you ran into the mosh pit. You were like, I'm like the name of the band. I believe so. I have been trying to figure out the name of that band for like years. I'm so stoked. I looked it up because I liked them so much. Oh my God, Beth. I'm so stoked that you knew that. Yeah, because you were like, I'm going to run in there. You're like, let's run in there. I was like, because somebody had knocked the fence down. Yeah. And you're like, let's do it. And And so I ran over the fence. 
I was like, oh my god. god. No, no, I, no, I, you were like, I was like, I'm too scared. No, you're like, I'm doing it. You, you like, I just mean in my mind, I was like, if I go, I didn't mean you didn't make any promises. Right, right. right, I just was like, I didn't want you to think I let you down. No, nobody let me down. I just was like, I think we're going in here. And then, and I was like, not going in there. And that's also kind of great. And I just waited for you to come back out. And I was like, how was it? You did not leave. It was great. I was in there for two songs. Yeah. It was great. And you came back out. Also, we spent a lot of time at that South by together. Yeah. We saw Dan. What's that guy's name? The DJ who's really popular. I just remember Dan, but I could be wrong. Oh, right, 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 Hang There's on. There's a totem pole. Yep. No, I and literally can because I actually am friends with him. I can't believe I'm forgetting his last name. This is terrible. Oh, there's a lot of names in our head. Yeah, there's a lot of names in our head. But yeah. um, we did. And and also, like, well, I'm going to go do Cap City when? In a couple months? I've, I've not... I've only I've been there years ago just to do a couple set, I guess, yeah. sets because I was in town. Yeah. I haven't like done a weekend there. What was your experience? It was great. Um, Thursday or Wednesday night was like uh, it was actually a smaller in the front room, which is smaller, so okay. it was just like a little more intimate. And Thursday we moved into the big room. It was a good turnout. Friday was like my favorite night. Both shows were like bonkers, and I did radio. Wow. I was there. You, I'm sure you'll do it. Yeah. Dudley and. Um, Bob, I know. Do you see? We're just like we don't know. We know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have no idea and, what's happening. But it was fun. They're nice guys. You don't have to do like bits, bits, bits. It's yeah. Just a conversation. And then um, so Friday was great, and then Saturday was okay. And they were like, we meant to tell you like sometimes like, Saturday crowds are a little or like older and this or that. I was like, oh really? Okay, good to know. I guess after the fact, but because I was kind of like going into it with. Huh. But so so I would say like any headlining weekend for the most part ups and downs. But, yeah. Like, sure. Thankfully, like I didn't ever feel like you know like awful or anything yeah. it was just like there were nights that were like friday was just like oh so sometimes great. it's work and yeah, sometimes yeah. it's like fun work yes I mean, it's okay yeah they're, they're, they're nice. yeah oh that is beth stelling she is hilarious let's hear for beth one more time and hey welcome to the stage uh co-producer on the show ria butcher let's hear for ria hello there's ria hello how are you I'm good. How are nice you? Nice to see you. Good to see you too. Um, so stuff to know about us. And we're, we're two hilarious stand-up comics. Also fiancés of each other. Each other's. Woo! I am the fiancé of you. Yes, I am the fiancé of you. And you are the fiancé of me. And, and I am we, the taller one. Yeah, you're the taller one. That's how it goes. There can only be one. Um, yeah, what happened if... Oh, actually, I've dated women that are the exact same height. Mm. It's just very, it's super booby when you hug. Yeah, real booby. It's right, boob to boob, and then you're just This gotta, is real comfortable because uh, we can just like sort of Tetris it. Yeah, I go on top. You can do what? With the boobs. We can Tetris. Yeah, we Tetris. By the way, it's great flipping sound effects out of me. Okay. So we are fiancés of each other, and I only say that. Well, first of all, I'm so proud of it. You know, I say it because look what I landed. Uh, but also, but I also say it because we're going to talk about hanging out together, and sometimes I feel like if we don't say we're fiancés of each other, people just think all comics live together in one giant house. It's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes, and we're all those little guys. Oompa Loompas. Oh, yeah. What about those little guys? The ones everyone knows about? Yeah. I don't know. I'm um, sorry for calling you out about Oompa Loompas. I thought they'd be on my side. No, they were Clearly no mean. one was. I've been up here longer. They trust me. You're some interloper. I bet. Who are you? You're just wearing... I'm from the Oompa Loompa Union. Oh, you're wearing navy blue shirt, 
maybe blue pants, they don't trust you at all. Yeah. See, now I called her shit out. But then they laugh because they know me better. Yeah, they know you better. Truth bomb, you don't know either of us. Like <laughs> it went. <laughs> oh, we had such a big fight in the car today. A big fight. A big we, fight. We drove home from Santa Monica and it lasted the entirety of the drive. You know that's a long fight. It's a long fight. We were we driving drove, at 5. We were driving at 5. PM. To Los Feliz. That's like a two-hour fight. Yeah. And first we just started with... Um, well, you said something that was driving me crazy. I don't remember what it is now. So it was probably an important fight. Probably and super then, important. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like... And then I got real quiet to try and... Smoke you out? Right. Smoke me with silence. Yeah. So that you'd be like, what happened? And then I could be like, I'll tell you what happened. But she doesn't know that I never say what happened. She doesn't say what happened. <laughs> she meets smoke it to smoke. with additional silences. Two smoke monsters, and it's all in heaven. Woo! So we're there smoking each other out. It's a real smoker in we're there. We're just both driving like this. Oh... Yeah, we were driving so two cars that are linked. That's why it took so long. We should have unhooked our cars. Yeah, that was a also, problem. why are our cars so short? Real thin in the back. We just drive front-only cars. They don't have backs. That's the end of that. This is a well-rehearsed and written bit. Yeah, these are our best bits. We did this on Conan tonight. So how did the fight the fight escalated? Because well, you, then you put you, headphones in to hear the ways. Well, yeah, directions. because then you were also navigating. Yes, I was navigating. But then I was like, because I don't know if you guys do this. Like when it's two of you, you just read the GPS out loud as the GPS is also talking. Because I can never pay attention to the GPS while Rhea's in the yeah. car. When I'm by myself, I so, totally am on the GPS. When Rhea's there, I just it she only can't can go listen. through Rhea. So I will say, like, turn left on Washington in two and a half miles. And then the GPS goes, turn left at Washington in two and a half You're miles. You're like Sigourney Weaver in Galaxy Quest. Yeah. So she reads the directions as they are also read, and then I'm like, wait, what did you say? And she repeats it eight times. But then I know this drives you nuts, because you really just wish I would listen to the little man in the computer phone, but I can't, because I'm distracted by your beauty and the other things that are around. Yes. See what I did there? And so then I was like, just give me the phone. I'll plug it into my ear, and my little earpiece. Then you were like... I was like, why? I was like, oh, no reason. I'm not mad at... You guys know? You know, you're like... And then when I said, I'm not mad, then you're like, are you mad? And I said, no. No. That's how you... That's how women play that game. But then you you tacked on... You were like, no, I'm not mad. I just don't want to talk to you. <laughs> that's it. I just oh. like, Actually, I think I said I just don't want to talk to you because you're not saying anything interesting. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to talk to you because you're not saying anything I like. Yeah, and that, I think, it's nice, because at first it's like, no, I'm not mad, and then you slam it at the end, you know? I loved it. It's a bit of a tomahawk jam. Yeah, I thought it was a great move. Boom, I'm not mad, I just that. find you unappealing to speak with. Find you really stupid. <laughs> that was a classic move. 
I, I, I think I leaned my seat back. You did. And then just rolled over she with my arm. She got in arms. the back seat while still being in the like front seat. Sleeping in the front. So then I pulled a classic move. Now, I yeah. can't handle sounds a lot. Real she doesn't problem. like sound. Here's what I don't like. Watches. Take them off your arm. I can hear them in the movie theater. Here's what else I don't like. My 19-year-old neighbor's always watching their TV. Turn off your TV. Oh, it's at a reasonable volume? Well, I must be completely mad. I am. No <laughs> problem with sounds. Sometimes you, like, feel the wall. You're like, I can hear it. I can feel it. Look at this glass of water. They got music on. <laughs> no problem with sounds. So oftentimes when we drive together, if you put on music, then, like, two get songs in, I'll be like, hey, can we turn off the music? So I pulled a classic fight move. You know what I did? Fucking turned on the music. Yep. Then I was like, oh, this is great. And I turned it up. And you know what? I also had put on the alternative rock station. Oh, yeah. And they were playing an acoustic version of that Stone Temple Pilot song that goes, I'm half the man I used to be. So and I was I like, oh, I love this. And, and I she just kept turning it, it up. <laughs> and then I went, bang, on the, the little tuner volume knob. Oh, I thought you might have gone, bang, bang. On, on the, the door, door baby. baby. Um, but you didn't. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, you turned. Yeah, you turned it off. Yeah. And then I waited a classic amount of time, two minutes. <laughs> turned it back on, this time louder. Yep. Then adjusted the bass so it was also louder. Real bassy. Which actually, at this point, I'm just laughing at these fight moves, like yeah. how great that is. Just to only turn up the bass. That's great. She was all about that bass. That was all about the bass. About that bass. No trouble. No trouble. I pulled the best fight move at the end. Yes. Which is that I just pulled over and I said, I don't feel like driving. <laughs> She never lets me drive. Ever. Yeah, that's Ever. true. I'm real no matter what. Unless driving. you're like sick or something. You're like, you should yeah. drive. Uh-huh. And she was like, mm, I think you should drive. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah. I just don't want to drive anymore. Nothing you're saying is interesting. And this driving is and not I'm, captivating me either. I'm just going to drive. <laughs> I'm just going to have you drive. I pulled over and got out of the car. And then you got in the driver's side and drove. Right. You know what I also just should say? This is my own car. And right. I left. We were on a pretty busy street. And you I left, left the, the driver's open. side door open. <laughs> on purpose. And then I came around and was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> people, Because people were trying to I take mean, it off. Yeah, it's it was definitely open not at 5 the right thing to do. But I was like, oh man, if this door comes off, that'll be all her fault. <laughs> this is what fighting is like. That You know whose fault that would be? That would be, that'd be my fault. You know whose car that was? That would be... It was my car, so I lost my own door for my own fault. But man, was that bass loud. <laughs> I don't know exactly when we made up. I think it's when we got to your haircut. And then yeah. I realized that we are going to go in there. Um, but the amazing thing about... I don't know if anybody here is in a couple where this is true. But I think the reason that I know I want to be with Rhea is like we can have that level of fight, like a getting out of the car fight, like a silent bass fight. But then like at the end... <laughs> That's right. At the end, we just like looked at each other and was like, mm, I think the fight's done. All and right, we, we got it. Yeah, that is how... I'm going to go get my hair That's how you... I mean, that's you just get it all out. Yeah, you just Does get it all out. Does anybody fight like that that's in a couple? Just like, just super fighting and then done? 
Does anybody like not always work it out, but just decide that the other person is cute? Because <laughs> I think that's the other thing about fighting like this. It's like after a while, I'm just res- I'm watching you respond to this, and like the more you're getting mad, the more like adorable your head flinging is becoming. Like, ah! Ah! It does become oh, very I love chicken. She makes that face. <laughs> the hair's perfect for it. Wow, you really I missed the microphone on that. Yeah, you did. And apparently nobody owned up to fighting and then making up here. Uh, so I don't know what's up with you guys. I'm going to assume that they are all in a, going through a terrible breakup. <laughs> They've never made fun. Just an audience of breakups. Yeah, or that you don't fight. In which case, if you don't fight, I'm actually genuinely more worried about you. I'm serious, because like, that's how you know you're passionate about each other if you totally hate each other. 10% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's the ratio. It's got to be 90% absolutely love, 10%. What the fuck are you doing in my house? <laughs> Your parents are terrible. Yeah, you know, by the way, of the neither thing. of us owns the house. That's, yeah. that's great. We rent. Yeah, we rent. We rent. We're lesbians. We don't have any money. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, all right, that's Rhea Butcher. Let's hear for Rhea. Now, our final comic on the show tonight is a total legend. You guys are going to love him. Let's hear it right now for Brody Stevens. You're up for Brody. I love that music. I love I love the, the the two lady comedians, the two females that went up in front of me. I'm kidding. That's funny. That I would say that. They were great. I love watch. I could watch all day. I'm into that culture. Take me to Olympia. I want to be a roadie for a riot girl band. I want to hang out with Bikini Kill. These are real bands, trust me. I lived in Seattle in 94. I know I have a hat on. It's a Ram hat. You guys love NFL football, I could tell. It's a sports crowd. What are you guys waiting for, the Dave and Buster's party? I know you can't see my eyes, but I'm just going to say, you guys are good. I'll tell you why. Because I've been doing a lot of shows for different crowds. I haven't been here for a long time. What a great environment. What a nice vibe tonight. We need it. Don't we need this vibe? Give it up for this. You know, last night. Is that a photo or is that a video? What are you, vining me? Are you, uh, what is it? Delete it now. (laughs) Give me your memory stick now. No, do whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I notice it. So I have to mention it, but I don't care. It actually probably helps my career. I encourage that. I know you can't see my eyes. Um, I'm afraid to go on Twitter. Can't say anything. I go, when can we start joking on Twitter again? When does that get to happen? When do we get to joke on stage again? I guess that's not happening. I'm a good guy. I'm wearing a Ram cap. I have no football team. Let me talk to you guys, because I do a lot of crowd work. I'm not going to fight it. Why not talk a little bit? Where are you visiting from? The guy with the beard. Winnipeg. 
Winnipeg, Canada, hockey. Yeah, he knows what it's like to have a team taken away from him. His hockey team was taken away, but they came back. You didn't quit, and they came back. Am I right? Thank you. Winnipeg, did they go down to Atlanta or something like that? I don't know where they went. But you, Phoenix. Phoenix, Coyotes. You can talk hockey. We can talk hockey. You got to be versatile in this business. I'm just a nice guy. I'm not angry about anything. I feel good. If you're to say, Brody, what bothers you? What are, what, what's, what are not the bucket list. What's on my bucket list? Catalina Island. Um, not Scary Farm. Um, I do want to go to the Grand Canyon. I'd like to go to the Grand Canyon. I'll see Niagara Falls. I know I will. I do Toronto a lot. Who's been to Toronto? Oh, of course you have. It's a good town. You like it? Where are you from? You got a similar hoodie. It's rare. Where, where did you uh, grow up? Uh, I grew up in Dallas. Dallas. I've been to Dallas. I love it. I'm good friends with uh, a lot of people from Dallas. What part of Dallas? Where, uh, Dealey Plaza? Were you there? Fifth floor? <laughs> Book suppository? Go on my Instagram site. I went to Dallas twice. I go to Dealey Plaza. I've been all over that place. Who's been to Dealey Plaza where uh, JFK was uh, taken down? Not many people, right? I've been there. Here's another thing. That happened yesterday, right? November 22nd, yesterday, it was like the, there's another connection. See, it's about energies. That's how you book things in Hollywood. You know, I don't need to do the Scientology stuff, but there is something about an energy. My family's from New Mexico. I'm into spirits. I believe in Sedona. I believe in energies. It's real. Why am I working? I drove a Pinto and worked at Red, worked at Red Robin. Now I'm headlining UCB on a Tuesday night. Yes! Park for free. At Gelson's. I'll never call it Mayfair. I used to work at Gelson's in Tarzana. I'm from the, I'm from the valley. I'm so calm tonight. Because I'll tell you, I'm not upset about anything. All right. What, was, what would I want different? I think I'd like to get a car. I think if I was to get something, it would be, I'd like to get a Prius. What do you think about that, folks? Yeah. No? All right. What do you want me to buy an Uber car? Buy an Uber account? I want to have direct TV, uh, the, the XM satellite. I want to hear better radio in my car. I drive a Toyota Avalon. Every car I've gotten was from my mother. I don't know the process. That's not normal. So I'd like to get a car. Then I think I would like to get a townhouse in Studio City. What do you think about that? Is that possible? Way to support me. Great. Way to, way to not join my Kickstarter. I'm telling you what I want in life. It's not, that, it's not a long list. So a Prius, a condo in the valley, and a girlfriend. Because I know I'll, I have too many rich friends. They'll never let me be homeless. I'll never be homeless. I've made it in this town. I made it out of Reseda High School. I got picked on. Reseda's the New Jersey of the Valley. Nothing. That's an energy bit when I do that. I'm so relaxed tonight. I can't sell any bits. There's no bits to sell. It's just talking. Where are you from? 
you went to high school here? L.A. High School? You went to L.A. High School? Because I, I know about L.A. High School, the L.A. High, they're the Romans. I've done audience warm-up since before 2001. I know every high school. Where are you from? Stop lying to me. I'm a part of two neighborhood watches. You got it. Yes. And Cameron and Ray, they were talking about a door getting knocked off, right? They said they got an argument. The door gets knocked off. Uh, I was in a movie. It was called Due Date, the opening scene with Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. And the opening scene was I'm driving him in a limo, and the door opens, and it gets knocked off. And I'm wearing a watch. Now, you could say, Brody, what are you talking about? It does matter. I'm booking things. I figured it out. I mean, there are signs. I'm win- I, went- I went to Green Bay last week. I saw the Packers. I got invited. I got invited. So they said, just get here. Everything's taken care of. And it was. Then we went to a casino. I don't go to a casino very often. I, I don't. I, I mean, I just don't. But I was just pl- I, I did the roulette thing. You pick the numbers. I won like 220 bucks. I got like a special energy. <laughs> now, I'm not a card counter like Ben Affleck. But I have some kind of powder thing going on. I sacrificed. I didn't go to prom. I didn't. But you know what? It doesn't bother me. Because you heard what Cameron said. I'm a legend. That's the trade-off. Brody, you want to be able to walk on the the Fox lot freely? Go hang out where they shoot uh, Christella on ABC? You want to be able to do that? Do you want to take a photo with Terry Bradshaw? I did today. But these are all trade-offs. Let me do some more crowd work. I'm on vacation. Where are you visiting? You look familiar. Where are you visiting from? Um, Born and raised in New York. York. You got it. Just read a map today. I'm very in on New York. (laughs) So you got Albany up there. You got the Adirondacks. Then you've got uh, the Catskills. And I looked at Woodstock and Sagittarius. I was just thinking about, I thought about Michael. What's that? Saugerties. Is that where they had Woodstock? What are you, a historian? Uh, And we laugh. (laughs) See, here's the deal. I kept it, kept it here. The minute I went here, this guy, he liked it. I liked it too. But there's no negative energy, it's all positive. I thought it was interesting that he did that. And then I went back here. But we're chill tonight, so it shocked your system. They're all flashing my lights because there's 50 improvers backstage. My bag of chips better be left alone. My cold pasta chicken salad pre-made from Gelson's better be left untouched. And my vitamin water revive flavor. The revive flavor. 
All right, here's a couple things. I had a good time. They're flashing the lights at me. I got to go. The, I'm going to do another set later. I had fun. You guys are a really good crowd. Have a great week. Stay positive. Stay passionate. Why are you in L.A.? Always ask yourself, why am I in L.A.? <laughs> That's what you got to do. Thank you very much. Have a great week, folks. Let's do it. Yes. Due date. Watch. Fighting. That's like fighting in Santa Monica to Silver Lake is a guy going from Naperville to Lake Michigan. Naperville? Naperville. 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 Brody Stevens. Let's hear from Brody Stevens. Just correcting his pronunciation on Chicago suburbs. Hey, he's amazing. And you guys, please have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, I thought your pants were going to come off for a minute. I didn't. I mean, that just that was going to be like a real shocking way to end the show because earlier there was that wristwash made of a penis and then just no pants, Stevens, and off we go. Uh, no, they're nice. They look nice. Yeah. Thank you. We're going with Stevens, one more time for Brody. And everybody you saw on the show, Rhea and Ryan, we're here every Tuesday night. I'm Cameron Esposito. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Have a great Thanksgiving. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, Jazos. (laughs) Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.